Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast for December 3rd, 2019. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends to raise up a people who will rule with him at the end of time. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you once more to like our page, to share it with your family and friends. If you go to Facebook, you can search us at the, the handle Emerging Temple. Also on YouTube, our handle is Emerging Temple. If you'd like to support us, please visit our website, www.templeoftruth.us. You can also support us by going to patreon.com and looking for our handle, Emerging Temple. We are now broadcasting on all online radio platforms, the popular ones like iTunes, Spotify, and Google Music. We're also broadcasting on several other radio platforms. So if you visit our website, templeoftruth.us, you should be able to see a link to some of these other um, media. Okay. Um, at the bottom of the screen, you should see a subscribe button. Um, I'd love you to subscribe to our channel. I'd love you to share these videos, like I said, with your family and friends. There's also a bell icon there. I'd like you to hit on that bell icon. That way you get notified anytime we upload new videos. Over the last few days, we've been discussing the law, and we have transitioned into an understanding of the priesthood of the Old Testament and how it's, a, it's symbolic of the priesthood of Jesus Christ and that of the body of Christ. We're going to continue today in that theme, understanding the sacrifices that are offered by the priests and how these sacrifices are symbolic, not only of Jesus Christ, but of the body of Christ also. That we also play a role in the salvation of mankind and that this is foreshadowed in the offerings given by Moses, given by God to Moses, to give to the high priest and the rest of the people. Okay? So, the summary of what we're going to be looking at today, by the end of today, God willing, we should be able to understand and see that the sacrifices that God gave, especially when it came to blood sacrifice, had meaning that find its, um, its um, essence in the sacrifices offered by Jesus Christ on the cross for you and I, okay? So we're gonna do a study just like we did yesterday. And I want us once more to remember that these studies are not just for you and I to just take a look at briefly. They're for you and I to be able to um, analyze and also to critique, okay? You know, you need to be able to critique what you're hearing. You can't just reject it or just accept it. You need to be able to critique it because some of what you're learning, some of what you're hearing is a bit different from what you've been hearing before. Yet it is biblical, supported by scripture. It is not subject to a private interpretation or somebody just saying, you know what, I want to interpret the word of God this way or that way. We're backing up what we're saying with scriptures. And today we're going to do it again, God willing. All right? So, um... I have put together for us a PowerPoint presentation uh, that has some of the scripture that is relevant to what we want to talk about 
but I would encourage you not to depend just on the PowerPoint presentation, but also to open up your own Bibles, okay, to be able to go and search inside to make certain you can read it in context to be sure that we have given the Word of God across, brought it across faithfully. For those of you who are on platforms like Facebook, you can actually take these videos and you can set up a watch party, okay, where your friends can watch it live with you from all over the world and you can set up a, a, a watch party where you can critique it, you can discuss it, okay? So I want to encourage you to do that. There's no copyright on these videos, so go ahead and share them with your family and friends and anybody, okay? All right, so let's let's go into today's study. Um Let's take a look at a PowerPoint presentation here that we've put together. And I call this the sacrifices, plural, of the law. A comparative analysis of the Levitical priesthood as it mirrors Christ's sacrifice. Looking at 1 Timothy chapter 1, I apologize, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, we will see where the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy, a young minister, telling him about the necessity for prayer, prayer for himself and prayer for those who are in authority over us, whether they be government officials, etc. Now, he gives his reason to Timothy on why he has asked Timothy to tell us to pray for all that are in authority. And he says the reason is because Christ is the only intercessor. Now, I want you to stop for a minute and think about that. If Christ Jesus, according to Paul here, is the only intercessor, why would he tell Timothy to ask us to pray because Christ is the only intercessor? Why would he tell Timothy to ask us to intercede if Christ is the only intercessor? He must be saying that to us because we must share something in common with Christ in the area of intercession, in the authority to be able to intercede on the behalf of others. So why don't we take a look at it? Let's read it together. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. We're going to have this as our preamble to the rest of the study tonight. Okay? So take it from verse 1. It says, I exhort, therefore, or I encourage, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Now look at that last verse, verse 5. It says there is one God. We don't argue with that. And there's one mediator. We certainly don't argue with that. The man, we said this mediator is between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. He's saying that the reason why he said verse 1 to you and I 
is because of verse 5. So why don't we just read verse 1 and verse 5. I exhort, therefore, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks wait for all men. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Do you see what I'm pointing at now? The basis for which you and I are able to intercede on behalf of all men is because Christ Jesus has received authority to intercede on behalf of all men. So you and I partake in the office of Christ, in the responsibilities of Christ. And as the Apostle Paul said, we also partake in the sufferings of Christ. All right, so let's go on. In the book of Leviticus chapter 4, verse 1 to 12 or thereabouts, we will see where God tells Moses that the priests, the anointed priest, that means the priest, the high priest, if he should sin, he should offer for himself a bull as a sin offering. Later on we will see where it says, if the people of the nation, the people of Israel, discover that they have sinned, they also should offer a bull as a sin offering. Now, when it comes to the king, it says if the king sins, he should offer a male kid, a male baby goat, that means, not a, not a kid like a child, okay? Not like a human being. A male kid a male baby goat. It says if an individual sins or discovers they have sinned, that individual should offer a female kid, a female baby goat. So I want you to remember this. We're going to look at this. So this you've seen a summary of this. So let's continue. Okay. So we're going to read um, from verse three to six. I figured that, that would you know be enough you know for us. And this is Leviticus chapter 4, okay? It's, the whole thing is from verse 1 to 12, but we're only going to read from verse 3 to 6 here because that's the meat of what we're looking for. Verse 3 says, If the priest that is anointed do sin according to the sin of the people, then let him bring for his sin, which he hath sinned, a young bullock without blemish unto the Lord for a sin offering. And he shall bring the bullock unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord, and shall lay his hand upon the bullock's head, and kill the bullock before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall take of the bullock's blood, and bring it to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle of the blood seven times before the Lord, before the veil of the sanctuary. See here that the priest himself was subject to sin, and he had to go offer sin, offer sacrifice on his own behalf, okay, as though he was offering the sacrifice for someone else, okay? Now, this priest here, this high priest here, is symbolic of Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus Christ went and offered his own blood because he had committed no sin. This priest here could not offer his own blood. His own blood was not acceptable to God. So God let him offer on his own behalf the blood of animals. In this case, a bull. Okay, so this is the high priest now. 
now sacrifice for national sins. Okay, and all this is in chapter four of the book of Leviticus. Okay, this is God speaking to Moses. Okay, from verse 13 to 21. But we're only going to read from verse 13 to 16 because I feel that's the meat of what we want to talk about today. It says, And if the whole congregation of Israel sin through ignorance, and the thing be hid from the, from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which should not be done and are guilty, when the sin which they have sinned against it is known, then the congregation shall offer a young bullock for the sin and bring him before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands upon the head of the bullock before the Lord, and the bullock shall be killed before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall bring of the bullock's blood to the tabernacle of the congregation. Okay, so you see here where it says, when the people... This is the whole group of people, okay? The nation has sinned. The same offering of the bull must be offered on their behalf, okay? This is very important, okay? And we're going to see why when we're about to close, all right? Now, in Leviticus, the same chapter 4, verses 22 to 26, we're going to see where... God now changes what kind of animal can be offered. Now, as a Christian, as a believer, can you tell yourself, do you know why? Why is it changed here? Why all of a sudden is it changed from a bull to this, to a goat? Okay, verse 22. When a ruler has sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord his God, concerning things which should not be done and is guilty. Or if his sin, wherein he had sinned, come to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a male without blemish. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the goat and kill in the place where they kill the burnt offering before the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and shall pour out his blood at the bottom of the altar of burnt offering. And he shall burn all his fat upon the altar, as the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. What do you notice here? Okay? What do you see here? You see that it is a goat, but who is laying hands on this goat, the leader, okay, the leader of the people who has sinned, he himself now has to lay his hands there because he's transferring his sin, okay, to the goat, okay? Remember when it was the sin of the nation, it was the elders of the people who transferred, who laid their hands on the bull to transfer the sins of the nations, okay? So these were the representatives of the people, okay? All right. So you're seeing here that this, this, has, this has a rhythm with the work of Christ, with what you and I just read, okay, in, in the book of First Timothy, that we, in every single state that you and I have looked at, okay, whether it's the one for the priest, 
whether it's the one for the nation, whether it's the one for the king, there's still an offering of blood for the forgiveness of the people who have sinned against God. Now let's look at the last one. And this is a sacrifice for the individual. And same Leviticus chapter 4, verses 27 to 35. And we'll read this one from verse 7 to 32, because that's where I believe the essence of what we want to look at is. It says, and if any one of the common people sin through ignorance, which he had, which he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done and be guilty, or if his sin, which he had sinned, come to his knowledge, then he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a female without blemish for his sin, which he had sinned. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering and slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood thereof with his fingers and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering and shall pour out the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat is taken away from of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and it shall be forgiven him. And if he, be, if he bring a lamb for a sin offering, it shall bring it a female without blemish. Why is this a female? Why have all the other sacrifices so far been male, a bull? Okay, so that means the first three sacrifices are one and the same. Okay, the first three sacrifices are one and the same. The first three sacrifices represent Christ and what he has done. But this last sacrifice represents the church. It is the church offering itself, standing on behalf of those who need salvation, standing on behalf and praying for their nation, for their leaders. That's why it's a female, without spot and without blemish. Remember the Bible says Jesus Christ is coming back for his bride, a church without blemish, without any wrinkle or any, any, any such thing. Okay, that's why here, this particular last sacrifice for the individual is a female. Why? Because Christ has already died for our sins, but we ourselves ought to show mercy to one another and to stand in the gap for others. Jesus has already done his, his part. Now it's our part. We're the ones now who God wants to show mercy to the world through. That's what this particular part is all about. Now let's, let's go one more into the book of Hebrews and see what Paul says here. And we can find this in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 18 to 28. That's Hebrews chapter 9, verses 18 to 28. Okay? But we're only going to read 18 to 25 because I feel the essence of what we want is found there. And you can go into your own Bibles and finish it all the way to verse 28. Okay, so in verse 20, in verse 18 of Hebrews chapter 9, the apostle Paul, we believe, says, Whereupon neither the first testament, that's the Old Testament, was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats. The word there is bulls, like you saw in the Old Testament, okay? Of bulls and of goats with water 
and scarlet wool, scarlet being like red blood, and hyssop, and sprinkle both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God had enjoined unto you. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood, blood is no remission. With, I'll repeat that. Without the shedding of blood is no remission of sins. Verse 23. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices, plural, than these. I'll repeat verse 31. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of things in the heavens, what are the pattern of things in the heavens? What Moses did, God said, Make sure you build them all according to the pattern of the things you saw in heaven. That means the earthly things were purified with blood, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices, plural. The sacrifice of Jesus is one sacrifice, but the sacrifice that you and I make by giving our life to God is another sacrifice. The sacrifice you and I make by forgiving those who have wronged us. The sacrifice you and I make by taking the gospel of Jesus Christ out there is the purification of the heavenly things. Is the purification of mankind. Verse 24. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God, for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. So Jesus doesn't die every time. He's died for us once. Well, why did he say the heavenly, in verse 23, heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices, not better sacrifice, okay? Why did he say that? He said that because you and I are also a living sacrifice. Do you remember in the book of Romans, I believe, I think it's Romans chapter 12, it said, I beseech you, brethren, that you present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And this is your reasonable service. So we are the other part of the sacrifice. We are the female goats. In this hour, the last sacrifice that is here, sent by God on behalf of all men to tolerate pain, to tolerate, to tolerate all kinds of things for the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, Paul says that he has tolerated all things for him to get the excellency of the knowledge of God through Jesus Christ. And so when you are going through certain things as a believer, you need to understand that you're fulfilling scripture. That when people come against you, they're coming against you, they don't know what they're doing. But you're supposed to absorb the shock on their behalf. Paul, before he became Paul, was called Saul. 
And it was one of the men who stood by holding the jacket of those who stoned Stephen to death. The first recorded matter in the Bible, in the New Testament. And the Bible says he was there consenting to the stoning and death of Stephen. But what came out of Stephen's mouth? He said, I look up and I see the Son of God standing on the right hand of power. And Stephen said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And because of that statement from the mouth of Stephen, God reached Paul when he was still Saul and arrested him and gave him salvation because of the prayer of Stephen. And for that reason, Paul said he was not worthy to be called an apostle. And he spent his whole life preaching this gospel and became to me the greatest of all the apostles. Now, I'm hoping that you have, are able to take what I've said today. I know there are lots of questions and you wish I, maybe I could go further. You want to ask me questions? Write to me, write through Facebook, write through YouTube, send your questions and let us interact with one another and let us study this word and let us understand. Okay. Remember what I said, don't keep me a secret. Share these videos with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers. Okay, there is no trademark on this. Okay, there's no copyright on this. This is the word of God. Spread it freely. There are men and women all over the world right now looking for this word that you have had access to. Share it. Share this word. Not so much because I want to be seen all over. Man, I have things I could be doing, but I love doing what I'm doing. I love the fact that God has given me the opportunity and the, and the privilege to speak this word, to share this word. I feel so good that I'm able to do this. But you know what? You can do also. Wherever you are right now, you can share these videos. You can forward them. And you can be a partaker in this work. Well, friends, I want to thank you once more for your time. I know that over the last couple of days, we've gone deeper. And some of these teachings are somehow a bit complicated. But, you know, if you play it over and over again, and if you prayerfully study the Word of God, I know of a certainty that the Holy Ghost who is here to teach you and I is going to make you understand even deeper than what I have shared with you, okay? Because this is his will for us. He said eternal life is to know God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. So friends, thank you one more. Thank you, thank you once more for tuning in once again. God willing, tomorrow we shall continue in this, in this, way, in this vein, continue trying to unveil the mystery of the Old Testament and how it relates to Christ so we can understand that the Old Testament is that which testifies about Jesus Christ. If you would like to support us, like I once, like I said earlier, you can go to patreon.com and you can look for our handle, Emerging Temple, and you can support us. Thanks to those of you who are already doing so. And if you want to, you know, get our, our messages via audio, uh, you can go to our website, templeoftruth.us where you can get links to the different radio channels that carry us right now. And I think in the earlier, um, at the beginning of this broadcast, I did mention some of them. Okay. So thank you so much for your time. Um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I need you to subscribe. I need you to hit the bell icon so you can get notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to pray that God will cause your eyes of understanding to be enlightened, to understand more about what we're talking about here because this is the food that you and I need for this journey that is in front of us. God bless you. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow.